Their heart was not steadfast toward him. They were not faithful to his covenant. Psalm 78, verse 37. Well, I think this, uh, this uh, we're in Psalm 78 and we're uh, reading it. And Chuck, you described uh, what the psalmist is, is covering, which is, is I, I believe, the years of 40 years in the desert with Moses. Uh, and this uh, unsteadfast heart is uh, one of the uh, truths that come out of this experience. And that takes me back, the faithless heart takes me uh, back to the creation story and the creation of man who was made in the image of God. In the image of God, he made them, male and female, he made them. Uh, and I think one of the characteristics that was incorporated in that was their freedom. Uh, they were made to be close to God but they were given a heart, actually, or the ability to <clears throat> not follow God. They had freedom. And that's what we have been doing. That's what uh, is so central to so much of the thing, the errors we make. Our heart is not fixated on our creator or on the cross, it's, it's fixated on things that appeal to our eyes and our senses in the moment. And that's a general characteristic of almost all people at almost any time. Yeah, the, the, the psalmist is picking up here the uh, difference between the covenant faithfulness of God uh, versus our unfaithfulness. Um, in the English, we have their heart was not steadfast. And we think of uh, the uh, concept that we've heard multiple times in the Psalms, the steadfast love of the Lord. Now, it's a different Hebrew word used here than referring to God's um, uh, steadfastness. But in our English mind, it triggers this aspect because then it talks about they were not faithful to the covenant. And we've been highlighting this all along in the Psalms. This is the dual declaration of God's uh, covenant relationship with us, his steadfast love and his faithfulness, his has said and his emit that kind of flow to us. And I shouldn't say kind of, they, they, they override everything in the relationship to us. But the repeated pattern of the people of God is that we rebel against God and we become unfaithful. And so uh, I call it the, the cycle of the people of God. God blesses and we're excited and life's going well. We forget him and we slowly go off to our own devices and pursue other things. Eventually the bottom drops out. We cry out to God. He restores us and we're doing well again and we're excited and then we forget him. And over time, we take things for granted and we bottom out and we cry out. And this is basically what the psalmist is picking up here. So I'm um, just uh, to pick up on what you're saying. Um, steadfastness is a virtue uh, for us human beings and it comes from God. Um, I mean, do you have any kind of... Uh, thoughts on how steadfastness can be more of a per, in a person's life. Uh, I mean, it, it, I, I guess there are no rules and regulations about it. It's just the passion and the faith 
and the love of God that is going to bring about steadfastness. But I worry a little bit because in a time of trial, uh, the disciples all abandoned Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. And so it, 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 it's steadfastness is not one of our, uh, uh, I don't know, it's not one of our uh, best qualities oftentimes. Well, it's steadfastness is uh, made one decision at a time. It's one moment at a time. I'm always standing before the crisis of steadfastness or la- uh, lack of steadfastness. And so I've been using this uh, kind of progression in my training of leaders over the last couple of years is our sense of identity leads to the decisions and the choices that we make. And those choices end up uh, forming our character and our character then establishes our legacy. And so it's a long-term process and who I believe I am and who I find my strength of my identity is going to be the major thing that impacts my decisions. And with each decision I make, there is a strengthening of the character that then reinforces that identity And you look back one day and you say, wow, look at the legacy that has been left, a a legacy of steadfastness. Chuck, what you just said reminds me of a wonderful passage in the second letter of Peter. And it goes like this. It's the fifth verse of the first, uh, first chapter. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. Uh, I've always uh, felt very attracted to this because it's, it's kind of like a ladder, but it starts uh, uh, in uh, faith. You know, it starts in your faith, and then the building goes from that. It was exactly what you said. Uh, in terms of your identity. If your identity is in Christ, and then this building process Peter talked about is kind of the next step. 